0: Zach and John Muir. My name is Zach Wright. I'm co-hosted by Philadelphia's Finest, John Muir Wilson. How are you doing,
1: Jameer? I'm good, man. I'm pretty good. Uh, Philadelphia's Finest is checking in, you know, as always. As a graduate residence director at Wilkes, it's, it's, it's going good, man. Uh, classes are going well. My professor has asked me to present at a conference with her and another professor. Oh. I'm gonna be uh, speaking in front of a bunch of young black men on my campus, a Wilkes, for an event called Metamorphosis or an initiative called Metamorphosis. And yeah, I'm 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 pretty good. Life is life is pretty good.
0: Let's see what's going on with me. Uh, well, I, I mean you know this, but people listen might not know. I moved to a new apartment, much nicer. So that's cool. Started, started classes, they're going all right. Just you know, kind of walking in, sitting there, listening to the lecture, get up, go standard. Chip. Uh, About to start my next job next week. Finally,
1: hold mm-hmm.
0: the weight in, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. That's gonna be interesting. And I'm supposed to be starting some research opportunity as well, so don't have too many details on that at the moment. Seeing I could actually some meeting on like monday i think so yeah got a couple of things down the pipeline here so that be interesting
1: yes sir two two upstanding young black brothers love to see it
0: <laughs> trying to be
1: shit
0: while <laughs> we get into a very exciting round one of WNBA basketball i think we might as well just get into the best game both games were great but one game was an old time classic honestly while we started off with that New York Liberty, Phoenix Mercury game, that ended with the Mercury winning by one. So Jameer, what are some moments and highlights you want to talk about, or things you noticed?
1: Well, first, uh, shout out to the New York Liberty. They went from two and twenty a year ago to twelve and twenty this year. Made the playoffs. Uh, they did their thing. They held it down. Sabrina UNESCO was playing like a point guard. Uh, Baneja Laney was an absolute bucket. Natasha Howard stepped up and did what she could in the paint. Uh, they really, they really uh, fought hard. And in the end, it just wasn't enough. Um, my biggest takeaway from that game right away is just that um, the Mercury need Deanna Tarazi back immediately because they seemed clueless on what to do on the offensive end when Brittany Griner was getting trapped until – um, uh, Sophie Cunningham? Yes, yeah, Sophie Cunningham, yep. <laughs> I knew it was Cunningham, but so- <laughs> Sophie Cunningham – the goat. Until she stepped up and started spacing the floor and really making them pay for trapping uh, Brittany Griner. Um, I think – they um, they're going to need they're going to need to do a better job because I'm sure I'm sure Seattle was watching and paying attention very closely to that. Um, they're going to need more shot making, you know, just in the perimeter. Uh, Shea Petty, you got to play better if you can hear me. She
0: on her team like a few buckets.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she can't continue to play like that. <laughs> that was putrid. Um, that
0: floater she threw up and, like looked, like uh, up to go. Damn it! <laughs> that was a like that was the one time you're supposed to just rush your defender and just throw up anything. <laughs> that was like the worst time to throw up a floater. <laughs> but I digress. They got the W. She she could hit a shot for shit, but she was important. They kept playing her. For a reason. She was making hustle plays. She was fighting, you know, trying her ass off, which is all you could ask of somebody when they they can't score. But um
1: Andre Roberson. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, bro.
1: Howbull <Ta-bo-suff-a-lusha.
0: laughs> Honestly, like that just goes to show how abysmal their bench is beyond the starters and Sophie Cunningham, or excuse me, Sophie Godingham <laughs> having the best game of her life. Like they, they did they a, a major outlier to win, which is definitely concerning.
1: But. Ma- Maverick Sean Marion, <laughs> very rough, could buy a bucket. Yeah, no, um, Sophie Cunningham definitely won them the game just by being such a, a out of nowhere impact player and just really hitting some timely threes and just being amazing, I, you know, being, yeah. being great off the ball, which they needed. I ain't going to lie, though, uh, Brittany Griner need to go back in the lab. There was, like, several opportunities that I was watching just, like, off the ball, uh, and this was kind of a recurring theme in both games last night. Like, when I was just watching and paying attention off the ball, uh, it's just it's just lackluster off the ball play. Like
0: yeah, there's no no back screens, there's no uh not too many pick and rolls at certain points, which was very interesting.
1: Yeah, like and then uh I would see uh Brittany would get with like with set a pick, but then there would be no hard roll. And yeah. I mean that may have been that may have been strategic, but I feel like a couple of times like if if she if she learns how to uh, hard roll or can give or does that more often, I feel like she could get some more and ones, some more easy dunks, Um, even just off the pass, just pass Mm -hmm. and quick and just a quick roll. There's a lot of opportunities for that. I felt like because the problem was, I feel like she would get the ball post up, and then would buy, basically be buying defenders time to get there and help. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but I mean, they want, they're going to have to play a lot better if they want to beat, uh, if they want to beat Seattle. So. Yeah.
0: Um, even like what you're saying with the pick and roll stuff, or like not rolling hard, even if she rolled hard and like, didn't get any buckets. Cause the the reason why the game was so close was because the Liberty were had a masterful double team on Brittany Griner, double or triple team at all times. Like it was actually very well executed. So yeah. like, I want to give them credit on that. Like that was defensive schemes amazing. Yeah. Like you are saying with the hard roll to the basket, they were going to double her on the roll and that would have allowed the shooters to get open looks. Granted, the shooters weren't hitting much jumpers until, oh, until Sophie Cunningham lit a fire and everybody else. And then then Skylar Diggins started hitting some shots later as well too. You know, just the energy. Should go have and put better. A too. That. Yeah. But um yeah, like just the hard roles would have allowed some more, just more flexibility, I feel like an offense. I feel like their offense wasn't very flexible, like you're saying, especially with a team like that where their bench is so abysmal. Like both offense, their bench is just bad, like offense, defense, their bench isn't good. So you really need to find ways to get them practice shots basically like those open just quick like you know pick and roll go over the screen open mid-range because they're doubling Britney Griner like she's the greatest player to ever touch a basketball is like you know granted she torches them I remember during the game they're saying she averaged like 27 and a half per game against them in the regular season this year yeah yeah so they did what they had to do because Britney Griner was going to kill them the Liberty but yeah um I know we did talk a lot about Phoenix. I want to mention some things with like Liberty. Yeah. Lane had, had a great game. She was really uh, in her bag. hitting some quick one-two um, pull-ups in the range. Just definitely doing her thing. That game was very physical, fun to watch. Uh, those last-second attempts <laughs> by, um, by Sabrina Ionescu, like, she tried. but I just feel like it was just so short. Yeah. And that late-game um, defensive Breakdown they had against Gianna Turner was terrible. Absolutely terrible. Like, how do you let the other big man on the team, on the on Phoenix team, get in the paint un, un, unguarded like that is beyond me. I don't know how they let that slip, especially when, when Phoenix couldn't hit a damn jumper for shit for most of the game. Like, you definitely yeah. should have just been watching that paint at all times. So, that was a big mess up. They honestly should have won the game or at least had a defender there to challenge the shot versus just doing a, you know, forced foul. But, yeah, that's all I make a takeaway. They'll be back, but that was a, was a big mess up.
1: Yeah, I, um, with with uh, the Liberty highlight, getting more into the Liberty, um, I think, first of all, again, I just want to highlight that, yes, Benazelini has arrived, and I think she's a star player, and I think she will be for a while as, as a scorer. Also, like, her her ability to score is so natural. It's insane. Like, when she touches the ball, like, as you were saying, she got that pull-up. She can hit from three. She can take it to the cup. She can do whatever she wants to do with the basketball when she has it. Sabrina Unesco, I think, is the perfect iteration of a point guard um, and at least on the offensive end, I think she's the perfect iteration of what a point guard should be. Uh, she was setting, she was setting a lot of things up last night. Mm-hmm. She made that offense go, and every time Phoenix would come down, would, would come down to score, uh, her and laney had an answer. I think, I think uh, in the offseason, one thing they're going to need to do is maybe get. Even bigger, I don't know. Like, like Natasha Howard is good, but she's she's not. I don't know. The fact that they had to the double team Brittany Grinder so much, I think, hurt them.
0: Yeah, um, I and mean, Brittany Grinder is huge, though. Like that, like it does play what you're saying. Like the fact that Brittany Grinder can just you know do what she wants to do against them, otherwise, is bad.
1: Yeah, they got to do something about that. But I mean, also when you just talk about experience, I think experience going forward, I think it was a good thing for them. Like Natasha Howard obviously has experience as a champion, mm-hmm. but for Benag- um, and for Sabrina Unesco and for D.D. Dee Dee Richards and the others on that team, that was a great experience of just getting a taste of playoff basketball and, being in those situations, like, for example, that late game foul, I think, was heavily attributed to a lack of experience.
0: Yeah. missing uh, That that, just missed, that was just a completely missed rotation.
1: Yeah. And, like, in late game situations, an experienced, I don't think an experienced team has that kind of breakdown. So I think going forward, they're going to take this as a lesson. And if Sabrina Unesco can actually stay healthy. Yeah. I think that the Liberty should probably be like, depend, I mean, obviously this is way too early to tell, but I, I think they could be at the very least a 500 team next year. If yeah. not better.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. I will say they definitely were the most fun team to watch all well, year. I know they had the most like a, uh, I mean, when you say nationally televised when it comes to WNBA games, it's a big caveat. <laughs> but, like, like, ESPN2 is considered nationally televised. They were the most fun team to watch for me. They had they played with a lot of energy, a lot of speed, a lot of – you know, they shot the most threes in league history or made the most threes – well, shot and made the most threes in league history as a team. So, you know, they're just definitely very entertaining. And I'm looking forward to next year. I think they could have um, – had they been healthy and had more time to gel together – Because like you're saying, Sabrina was hurt. And Sasha Howard missed a lot of time. Just a lot of players in their team were hurt at different stages of the year. I feel like they definitely could have been a better team. And they matched up well against Phoenix, given, you know, Taurasi being out. But nonetheless, it was still a good game.
1: Why don't we... uh, Quick side note, before we transition into the next matchup. I was pissed off that they couldn't at least make the home court... A Mercury home court, you know what I mean? Like I feel like yeah,
0: that was disrespectful
1: as hell. I feel like it's a playoff game, and they earned they earned the right to have home court advantage. Like I know that it wasn't that it was in uh, Arizona, but still, I just feel like you know to have that Grand Canyon University. It's it's not like they didn't know in advance. It's not like um, it's not like they moved it from their home court to another court because of something. I just feel like at least just have Phoenix Mercury on the court. Yeah, that was I, dumb
0: yeah. disrespectful. Like they didn't even they didn't try. They didn't try to make it look like it's a WNBA playoff game at all.
1: Yeah and that 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 put that, that pissed me off. But other than that, um that that's the only note I have.
0: Yeah shout out to the fans for uh Going to another arena and showing out, that arena was packed. And, like, the broadcast, it was hard to hear the announcers because at certain points because energy was just so high. So, you know, shout out to them for supporting their team. But, yeah, that was Goofy on the, the league or whoever's part. Somebody <laughs> didn't give enough fucks, honestly. We're, why don't we transition here to the Dallas-Chicago game, which ended with the Chicago Sky winning the game. I believe it was – was it 81-64? Yes. yes. I yeah, I believe I believe so. Yep. The game was not close to the end, but there were certain points of the game where it certainly looked like Dallas was going to win. So uh, why don't you, why don't we go ahead and uh, get into it? What were some of your, some thoughts on the game that you had?
1: Um, The Dallas wings are what I suspected they'd be uh, coming into the season. Um, I credit. I'm. I'm going to say this. I. <clears throat> I pat myself on the back because I suspected that the wings were going to be good this year, or good enough. I'll say to get a playoff spot, and mm-hmm. they fought hard. Marina, Marina Mabry, uh, Arike, and uh, Satu Sabli kept them in the game and fought hard throughout the game. Satu just got to a point where she was just too physically worn out and beat down and she fought all the way to the end i just think a experience again and b just being bigger and tougher i think the sky that's the only way the sky pulled it off Mm -hmm. and candace parker on the offensive end didn't look to part last night by no means but defensively and like when you look at her numbers, she still play, had a really good game with 11 15, 7. Mm-hmm. So that's really good. Uh despite struggling on the offensive end. I think that they're also really gonna have to play a lot better because they 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 can't they can't waltz into Minnesota playing like that. Um, at <laughs> all. Yeah, that that off the off ball like at certain points, like in like in the first quarter and stuff, they look really good. And And so, you know, so on and so forth. And they were, they were killing, they were killing the wings. And then um, in the third quarter, offensively, they looked tired, especially when Candace Parker wasn't on the floor. They looked tired. It looked like one person was just going to, was was dribbling the whole shot clock out. And then somebody was throwing a hero ball shot up for like five to 10 minutes straight. And that's how the wings got back in the game. Uh, they, They can't, they can't continue to do that. Uh, I think they're going to have to do more off the ball, more off the ball screens uh, for uh, who, who, Ollie Quigley. I, I I thought Kalia Copper played really uh, really well last night. They're going to have to continue to find ways to get the ball in her hands, especially going to the rim. Yeah, I, I thought overall the wings, as I think with the Liberty, they will they will arrive soon. And the league will be there soon. They just got to be patient and continue to trust the process along with the Liberty. Because I think those two teams have young core pieces that can really, you know, go forward and really take over this league soon. Uh, So, yeah, it's just experience and size. And down the stretch, that size and physicality just wore, I think, wore down dallas that's, no, that's, my, that. that's that's my take on
0: it i feel that yeah like you're saying enrique is unguardable that step back three she hit in the fourth before it got out of hand had me i, I got up, i got right up off the couch when she pulled that rat <laughs> i was like oh i definitely definitely wanted to get up off the couch and uh celebrate type things marina maybe we had a nice little uh step back three as well now that game was definitely it was definitely entertaining i wish sad to wasn't hurt Cause um she definitely was showing a lot of great things. You can tell she was limited at one point. Yeah. But um yeah, like you're saying, Candace Parker not doing her best offensively. She looked like a um, like we were talking earlier, I so said she looked like supercharged Draymond. Like she definitely was very, very, very productive, but she was not looking like, you know, the best player on that court that game, at least on the offensive end. Over her overall impact cannot be denied, don't get me wrong. But Like, she had two big layups she missed at one point. And just, you know, just definitely – and she even said, like, she has some things she needs to work on, you know, for the next game. So, I mean, I'm sure she'll come back stronger. She's one of the greatest to ever do it. So, she'll definitely come back stronger. The defense was definitely there, though. She – like, just the way she – she's blues that team together defensively. She does. Like the I way she know. um gets stops and then automatically just gets the ball like right up the court. That just makes that Chicago team so much stronger. They got a lot, a lot of fast break points. A lot. Often yeah. of just getting stops and then a nice quick outlet. Whether it was from a, a stop from Candace Parker or a stop from uh Stephanie Dolson, like you know, they definitely get their thing. <laughs> and Stephanie Dolson is definitely Kendra Perkins, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah no one could convince me otherwise i, I totally I, I i concur with that point like,
0: i'm watching her play pick and roll defense and i'm like ready to throw up <laughs> like oh my god <laughs> her is turtle face bro she's like a big body down there and she definitely does affect shots in the paint yeah. but watching her play pick and roll defense is like comedy i'm sorry
1: <laughs> yeah i think i think she was i think that her size was a big part of that victory, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like, she she was a big part of, of the physicality that mm-hmm. took place in the paint and just, like, the wearing down of that Wings team. No, nah,
0: but um, like you were saying, Chicago has to be better. They had a great start and they ended the game well, although Allie Quigley had to carry the offense for a little bit, her and Cleo Copper in the fourth here the offense a bit until everyone else picked it up. But um they have to play better, have to be more consistent because Minnesota will torch them if they play the way they did. Um again, Dallas, like you mentioned, right future team. I didn't think they're gonna make the playoffs this year off of the youth. And I had a feeling uh Charlie Collier is gonna be was gonna be you know struggling, but I didn't think she's gonna struggle this bad. That was just um, this whole rookie class in general was 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 interestingly. Mediocre, but um, yeah, she was a, definitely a major surprise. She was a bad and she was surprising, like the, the worst way possible. Like, she didn't even, I don't know if she was healthy or not in for this game, but she didn't play. Yeah, that's what happened for that. Really, it's gonna be interesting to see how things go from here. Speaking of going from here, mom, we just continue on with Chicago.
1: What's your prediction for the next game, That, I think. <sighs> It's crazy because I really think that it's going to be a great game. I think, ultimately, Minnesota, with the time that they've had off, I think Minnesota is going to take care of business and pull off the victory.
0: I I agree. I don't think it's going to be – it's going to be interesting, but I will be shocked if Chicago wins the game. Honestly, Minnesota has just been on a tear. They've been really good. They started off the year pretty – Iffy, but once they got healthy and got the rotation set, they've been really good. Sylvia Fowles is just one of the best players on the defensive end ever in that in WNBA history. And again, she was amazing on defense. So I just think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be a if they're gonna struggle like this on offense against Dallas, good luck against Minnesota.
1: Yeah, that's 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 my biggest thing. Like Sylvia Fowles is gonna be waiting for them and there was hard you know like uh Dallas is a is a young is a younger smaller quicker team Mm -hmm. where Minnesota they have all that and size so Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I I don't see how and then also like it just looks stagnant and then also and I think a lot of their lackluster half court sets, too, are due to, as you were talking about with uh, the Liberty, the lack of time that they've had this year together to gel because of injuries. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's been quite the opposite with Minnesota, where Minnesota has gelled, even though they have a lot of new pieces.
0: Yeah, where I'm just excited to see my girl Crystal Dangerfield tear it up. Definitely going to be great to watch her do her thing. She's mad fun to watch. Why don't we move on to the next game to be Phoenix versus Seattle. And Breonna Stewart has not been confirmed yet to play. And that is a big difference maker, considering in the eyes of many, she is the best player in the league.
1: So what do you think about that game? It's, it's, a, scary, it, it's a scary time. I'm going to say that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a scary time.
0: So may or may not be back. They didn't confirm whether she'll play either, but she was questionable for the last game, and she has a few days to recover. So I'm, I'm under the impression she's going to play. But I don't, you know, I'm not her. I don't, I'm not in the friggin' Mercury organization, so I don't know shit. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: just based off all the years watching
1: basketball, it seems she might be back. It's difficult. It's very difficult to, to tell, just because of the fact that. Both teams are so banged up, but what I will say is that I do think it it depends on injury, right? So I think that if Deanna Tarazi comes back and Brianna Stewart doesn't, I think the Mercury would probably pull that off. Okay. But I, I, and I think if. You
0: you mean if Brianna Stewart comes back and and Tarazzi doesn't, then Seattle will pull it off, you
1: mean? Yeah. Well. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. All, right, all right. Let me. Let me. Let me reword it. All right. If 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 neither of them play, I think that Seattle wins. Okay. If Brianna Stewart comes back and Deonna Tarazi doesn't, Seattle wins. If Brianna Stewart comes back at all, they win the game. I think. Yeah. Especially if she's uh, pretty close to hundred percent. If she does not come back, and Deanna Taurasi comes back. Then I think the Phoenix Mercury win the game.
0: Okay, so you have advantage Seattle. Yes, do understand the caveats that may come up. There's, you give Phoenix a chance, assuming Taurasi plays. Okay.
1: Yes, because I I think that if if Seattle was paying attention at all, which I'm sure they were, we're going to see more double teaming of we're going to see more double-teaming of Brittany Griner. Mm-hmm. And they're also going to – they're going to key in on the shooters, especially – I don't think Sophie Cunningham is going to have another lights-out game like I that. I will
0: say, she was – the first couple of three, she just some basic standstill uh, catching shooter shit. But then once she started feeling herself, after she got the tech, she started running some Ray Allen routes, bro. I think. yeah. She was weaving in and out the defense, come to the top, catch and turn it and pull it. I was like, if they run her like that again, she might not shoot six for seven, but she becomes just much more dangerous. Just her presence alone, did they actually run her the way they were running her after she got hot? Because mm-hmm. the deep, that pull, that like that was pulling defenders away from Brittany Griner. And once she started hitting shots, Brittany Griner was able to get through and debris she can pull off like, you know, quick passes instead of like having to just hold the ball and shit.
1: So. yeah, their off-ball actions are gonna have to be a lot better. Mm-hmm. And they they improve have to, them.
0: Huh? I said they definitely didn't improve them late in the game once they believed in Sophie.
1: Yeah, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to play better. And then also uh when I look at the season series, like Seattle won most of those games.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They they won three, they won three of the four games in the series so and i mean I'm, I'm, most of the games were close but the season series is three one so i would pick my my money is on seattle if i if i'm a betting man i put my money on seattle
0: okay <clears throat> this one here is going to we're going to it's gonna be interesting for you to hear i'm assuming but i think if let's assuming Brianna stewart doesn't play and Sarasi doesn't play, I still think Phoenix will win. I think Seattle wins only if Brianna Stewart plays. If she plays, I don't care who's on Phoenix or Seattle's no. win. Right. But yeah. I think they, they Storm only when if Brianna plays. And I'm banking on she doesn't because they're just not sure. Mm. I'm just going to bank on she doesn't play. And my reasoning for that is just because Brittany Griner is just – she's just a, you know a, a force to be reckoned with down there. And having one less competent, having one less competent defender and a very competent defender at that to compete with her it doesn't help. And then that just forces Seattle to go deeper into their, their big man rotation, and they don't have many uh, power forwards who can actually get buckets. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I just think their offense is going to suffer. And their last game that they played against Phoenix, Brianna Stewart was hurt, and Seattle did win, but Jewel Loy had like 22 in one quarter. And I was like, no, that's just an outlier performance. No matter how great you are, you're, that's an outlier performance. Like, that's one of your better games in your career if you do that. I don't care who – like, even for, like, LeBron James or Breonna Stewart or Asia Wilson yeah. or whoever the hell. Like, you do, you get 22 and a quarter, that's the exceptional game. And that's what it took to win, and they didn't win by much. And I just don't know if they're going to allow Jewel Lloyd, who – I don't know if they released the most improved player, but I think she's probably going to get it this year mm-hmm. if they did it. Yeah, I just don't think they're going to allow her to do that again. And with that, I and mean, once they shut down Jewel Lloyd and Oklahoma Stewart, the Seattle offense
1: is kind of kaput. So, well, uh, when, when, when you look at the similarities um, between the the Liberty and the Storm, they both have like a, a pure point guard. I notice, mm-hmm. and, and I'm sure Sue Bird will be able to do similar like similar things. And she'll see what Sabrina UNESCO did, and be and be able to do the exact same thing. Yeah, with more experience, much more experience. Yeah. This more team experience, has much more experience. The weapons are not, but not. you're on Brianna Stewart. The weapons might not just be there. I don't know. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I think, but yeah, if I'm if 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 I'm a betting man, I'm picking I'm picking the Storm. I respect it. I
0: really think it's a toss up, and I, I also think it's a toss up. But I just think Phoenix is just going to pull it out. I don't know. I think sometimes teams – I think sometimes it's a benefit to have to play more than the other team you're playing. Mm-hmm. And I think that benefit is going to show itself in this situation. Like, I'm looking at the pre, the pregame thing real quick on the WNBA app. Like, Breonna Stewart's their leader in points, rebounds, and blocks. Like, that's a big, big loss. It is a loss so huge huge sorry <laughs> i mm-hmm. don't think the the, do the the trump shit but mm-hmm. yeah bro i don't know it's gonna be interesting julio julio is not to be slept on i think she can definitely make it close mm-hmm. um and seattle's well coached and they have like you said their experience doesn't always mean something but seattle they they do they do this they know what they're doing they know what it takes to move on I just think I just think uh Phoenix, if Brianna Stewart doesn't play that's, that's my caveat I think Phoenix is going to have their they're just going to have their day and get a win Skylar Dickens has been having a great year she's definitely started picking up picking it up uh you know in the second half she's started playing even better so yeah that's something to keep an eye on as well and I don't imagine Shea, Pet, Shea Petty going two for 14 a <laughs> second time in a row No way in hell is she doing that the fact that she shot 14 shots is insane. Like, let's let's start there. Why was she shooting so much?
1: Because Deanna Tarazi wasn't there. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. They thought, was, they thought it was a good idea.
0: Don't worry, bro. Uh, I'm excited for the second round. Why don't you get us out of here?
1: I'm also excited for the second round. I think it's going to be great. Both games will take place on Sunday. Uh, the first game is at three, and I believe that would be Chicago.
0: That's Phoenix and Seattle's at three.
1: Okay, Phoenix and Seattle's at three, and Minnesota, Chicago's at five. Yes. And those are on ESPN two as well. Chicago, Minnesota's
0: ESPN two, Phoenix, Phoenix and Seattle's ABC.
1: Okay. All right. All right. So stay tuned for those. Those are going to be fun. And obviously, as usual. Be sure to stay tapped in to our social media pages. Yeah, we live live tweeting these these games. So
0: tap in, talk to us, man. Tap Mm -hmm. in, no doubt. Y'all missed it. For those of you who didn't watch, y'all missed out on a good game on Thursday. So I'm just
1: saying, you see us tweeting about it, you might want to check in. No doubt. Yeah, because we don't usually tweet about much, but when, when we tapped in, it's something to watch. Mm-hmm. And so, as usual, thank you everybody for tuning in. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at GameTime underscore podcast, Twitter at GameTime underscore ZNJ, and, and Facebook at GameTime with ZNJ. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. We can't wait to talk more basketball on game time.